The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready to talk sports with Daryl and Sam. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. These guys know the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now, here's Daryl and Sam. And welcome to Sports Info UM. This is Daryl Oliver. Sam Sword is not with us yet. Hopefully, Sam will be, a, be with us momentarily. Hey, let's get right into this NFL free agency. And this year's NFL free agency list, it starts with Jarius Bird. Jarius Bird, defensive back, cornerback, and plays safety for the um, Buffalo Bills. However, today, Sam Shields from the U, baby, the University of Miami, was a first cornerbacks re-signed and the first defensive back as a free agent signed today. He re-signed with the Green Bay Packers. Sam brought in a a $39 million contract, $12.5 million of that contract guaranteed. Hey, congratulations, Sam. And, and hey, let's don't forget, guys, and, um, and some of you young people out there that think that maybe you are off track or don't know where you're going or you play in a position that you're not sure you really want to play. Sam Shields was a wide receiver at the University of Miami and has never played wide receiver in the NFL. Sam Shields has been a defensive back his entire six-year career in the NFL. Hey, congratulations, Sam. Keep up the good work, man. And we're looking for, and we're expecting bigger, bigger and better things from you, Sam Shields. Hey, but when we look at this free agency list of quarterbacks, you know, Michael Vick, he's, he's the headline name that we all, we all hear about. Hey, but guys, Michael Vick is 33 years old. And we all know in the last couple of years, he's had some injuries. Um, you know, he's always been such an athletic quarterback, and his, his athleticism and his speed has always been a, a, deter, a, a factor in his game. And at 33 years old, Michael Vick just is not the same speedy quarterback that he was at 26 years old, 27 years old, when he was running, running around for the Atlanta Falcons and making people miss. This is not the same guy, and, and I, don't, I don't think we can expect him to be be so sought after as a free agent because he's, he's, he's getting up there in age. Now, Matt Castle, on the other hand, Matt Castle re-signed with the, um, with the Minnesota Vikings. And it makes you wonder, you know, what are the Vikings going through? You know, Matt Castle, he had, he had a decent career behind Tom Brady at the New England Patriots. But, wow, 
He, he didn't do anything at Kansas City when he was there. He has not done anything at, at in Minnesota since he's been there. And and it makes you wonder what are they what are they thinking? Um, I know Matt Castle is not the answer. Maybe maybe their thoughts are Matt Castle is he'll be a decent backup. He can come in and relieve a a starting quarterback um, after an injury and and win two games in a row or keep them in contention. So let's hope um, let's hope it all works out for um, for the Vikings. But um, Josh McCowan, now, you know, Josh McCowan came into Coach Mark Tressman's system last year and was very productive. I mean, some people thought that um, that he should have held down that starting job um, even when their starting quarterback came back and was healthy. But Josh McCowan was also um, was was also thrown to Alshon Jeffries and Brandon Marshall and. I tell you, I, I just really think that um, McCowan is maybe a little overrated, but he could possibly help a lot of teams um, in the NFL. Uh, a lot of teams, you know, if he can, if he can, if he can back up uh, in Chicago and win four games in a row, he can definitely um, come to Jacksonville and be a productive quarterback. He can go to Tampa Bay and possibly even be a starter there. And another guy, Josh Freeman, man. Josh Freeman is really he's he is um he's one of those guys that we that we wonder what's going on in his head. How is he how is he um mentally, how is his health physically and mentally? Um you just don't know. Uh and if Josh Freeman gets an opportunity to play in the NFL again, he should really take advantage of it. And uh, and stay focused, Josh. I know you probably won't get the big money on the third go round. Your third team, your third team in the NFL, but you um you probably will get a a, a contract. And we all know a, a contract in the NFL is a good contract. Any contract in the NFL is a good contract. Hey, but when we look at the free agency and free agent running backs, being Tate um. You know, Ben Tate has played with the uh, Houston Houston Texans. Uh, Tate has had some injury problems, but he had, he has been a, a solid running back for the Texans. Uh, but when we look at um, Noshawn Moreno from the Denver Broncos, Noshawn Moreno played in a Super Bowl last year. Didn't do much in the Super Bowl, but he he was a really key member of the Denver Broncos in getting that team to the Super Bowl. So, you know, Noshawn Moreno is a person that we have to look at and consider. Um, I really think he would be a, a good fit in Atlanta with the Falcons. I mean, he can catch the ball out of the backfield very well. Uh, Steven Jackson was in Atlanta last year. Steven Jackson is really getting up in age. Um, Noshawn Moreno still has, has youth on his side. So I think he, I, I, that's just my personal view. You know, and, and if we know anything about free agency, the Jets are going to be trying to get any and everybody they can. So I'm sure Noshawn Moreno, the Jets are going to be calling you if they haven't already. Darren McFadden, this is a big, bruising Fast running back. I mean, this guy, he hurts himself more than anybody hurts him because he runs so physical. I mean, he's he's just as, as likely to try and run over a defender as he is to try to run around him or go or run around him, jump over him. He's more than likely going to run through somebody. Darren McFadden is a running back that if he doesn't change his, his style of running, he's not going to be in the league very long. And uh, he's really going to um, hurt himself. 
Darren, you don't have to tackle it. You don't have to run over everybody. It's best to actually try and make a move sometimes. Pick a side, Darren. Don't run through people. Pick a side. You know, a great running back at University of Miami told me, Albert Bentley, played before me, he said, I try to pick one guy, and then I just try to run right through him. Darren, don't try to run through the whole team, man. I mean, you look, you act like you got to got to run through the whole team of defenders every time you run the ball. Mar, um, Maurice Jones Drew, Maurice Jones Drew, his production has been limited. I mean, low, low for the Jaguars the last two years, and and the reason being is, um, in my opinion. Jones Drew did not want to be in Jacksonville. This is not where he really, really envisioned himself. He wanted it to be traded last year. It didn't happen. He wanted a new contract last year with the Jaguars. didn't happen. And I think the Jaguars have gotten to a point now where they're tired of his shenanigans. I mean, you know, his production has been down and his attitude has not been so well. And he, haven't, he even had a, a little a run-in with the law here in um in in the northern Florida area um, last year last season that you know those situations where all of a sudden I'm not pressing charges oh you punch me in the face but I'm not pressing charges so in those situations what usually happens is the person with money has paid some of his money to stay out of jail or for this situation to go no further. And um, good luck, Jones, Drew. And I'm sure you want to go to the West Coast somewhere. I'm not so sure where you want to go. Um, we, we hear teams like Arizona, and and we we look at free agents like uh, Rashad Mendenhall, who, who abruptly retired and came out and said that uh, he wants to do more traveling and more painting. Um, I have no problem with... Um, Mendenhall saying he wants to do more traveling and more painting. However, some of us had this vision of him not wanting to be a football player for a while now. You know, when you see him on the sideline, he seems like he's always chit-chatting it up with his buddies, laughing and giggling. Um, he's just he, he, since he's left Pittsburgh, he had he had a knee surgery in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Um, had ACL surgery. He just really never really seemed like he came back from that to be the same running back he was prior to that. But um, at 26 years old, playing in the league for four, um, four years, I could see him having an issue with the um, injury. I could see him having an issue being a running back in the NFL. You know, the, the longevity of that position is not very long. And, and and him him retiring after being a, after being a first round signing with the um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers, it's kind of a shock. And a lot of people are going to say, "Hey, you know, this guy was a first round pick." And I think if we look at it in a different light, if he was per se a quarterback retiring at twenty six years old, we'd and and being a first round pick, we'd look at this as being like, "Wow, this is crazy." You know, but him being a running back, man, you take a lot of pound and it's a lot of physicality that goes on with that position. So it shouldn't be a shock to us that uh, that Mendenhall has um, has called it quits at such a young age. 
Um, and if he wants to do his thing, more power to you. And I'm sure he's going to be able to find himself and he's going to be able to do some things. You know, with this social media now, it's, it's the, the sky's the limit. You know, with, with the Internet now, the sky is the limit. When we look at the wide receiver position, Hakeem Nix. Hakeem Nix has been a very productive wide receiver with the um, New York Giants his entire career. And, um, however, he suffered some serious injuries um, in the last couple of years. He's had a toe injury, a foot injury. Uh, those are injuries that, that when we hear things of the lower extremity with wide receivers, it really makes you – it's a red flag because, you know, you need every, every bit of, bit of your – lower extremities to be a, a serious wide receiver from your hips, your thighs, your knees, your ankle, your feet, and your toes. You need all of this to be a, a, a very an outstanding wide receiver. And trust me, Hakeem Nix has been an outstanding wide receiver in this league. However, um, the last couple of years have not been um, – he hasn't lived up to that. But I definitely think he has some solid years left in him. Um, Golden Tate. Ah, uh, Golden Tate wants to stay in Seattle. Hey, but does Seattle really want Golden Tate? You know, a, a lot of people think this guy Golden Tate is a hot dog. Um, and, I, and I think if Golden Tate was uh, three inches taller, it wouldn't even be a question whether C Seattle would re-sign him. You know, but Seattle, they have Percy Harvin. And Seattle look, looks at Percy Harvin as we paid you a lot of money last year, Percy, and we got we got a we got a Super Bowl ring from you, and we thank you, but we didn't get our money's worth. And I really think that Seattle is looking at Percy Harvin and saying he is he he's the, he's the needle in the haystack for them. He is the difference maker, and uh, and we all know that uh, Percy Harvin can be a difference maker. Uh, Anquan Bolden resigned. And Quan Bolden resigned with the 49ers. That is no surprise. Um, the 49ers really need Anquan Bolden. He is the difference maker for this team. You know, um, Anquan Bolden is a is a cross the middle receiver. He's a possession receiver. He's a he's a um, he's a he's an outside inside guy. So it doesn't surprise me that um, that he is he's resigned with them. Julian Edelman, I would have thought by now for sure that Julian Edelman would have signed with the New England Patriots. I mean, he is their best receiver. And, you know, but we, we got to think how Belichick thinks. Belichick says, hey, I got this kid out of college as a quarterback, made him a wide receiver, and now he wants to break the bank? Come on. We can't break the bank on you, Julian Edelman. We could find another Julian Edelman and, and, and do just as good. So it doesn't surprise me that uh, New England hasn't given him a contract yet. But knowing New England, they're not going to offer him a big contract. And knowing these guys that play for New England, they seem to would rather take a lesser contract in some cases and stay in New England then go somewhere else and, 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 and make more money. I, I just don't understand that. You know, but this is one that's really kind of throwing me for a loop. It's Doug Baldwin with the Seattle Seahawks. I can't, see Doug, I can't see Seattle losing Tate and Baldwin 
I, I, I just don't see that. Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn has had his best season, has best season ever with the uh, Carolina Panthers last year. Hey, Ted, Ted, Ted Ginn, we have to know as more of a punt return, kickoff return guy than than a receiver. And we have to, hey, and he, and he has, he's, he's had an outstanding career basically as a punt returner. Well, when we look at at the um, at the tight end position, Jamichael Finley of the, of the Carolina of the um, Green Bay Packers, to me, is the he he would have to be the best tight end out there listed for me. Some some would say Dennis Pitter. Well, Dennis Pitter he just resigned a five year deal with the Baltimore Ravens, and 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 and. Likely so. Um, Flacco has to have somebody that he knows to throw the ball to. So, um, but Jermichael Finley is so interesting because he's he almost looks like a basketball player playing football. Now he suffered a serious injury last year that I thought was career ending. Uh, he had to be taken off the field on a stretcher. He said he had some moments of paralysis, and I think that's so serious that you really have to have to take a minute and uh, and, and question: Is this game really worth it? But Jamichael Finley is a um, is a is a is an awesome tight end that should be highly touted in this free agency. Um, Jared Graham. You know the Houston Houston Texans tight end. This guy, you know, he's always been a reliable, a reliable tight end in this league. So Jared Graham should be a another candidate that um, should probably find his way um, into somebody's camp real quick. Hey, but guys, when we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about the free agency offensive lineman Eugene Monroe. Guy that played in Jacksonville a couple of days, a couple of years ago, last year, as a matter of fact, we sit and packing during the season. Alex Mack, Cleveland Browns, center. And we will talk about a whole lot more of these offensive linemen and defensive linemen and other players that will be in free agency. You're listening to Sports Info UM on Voice America Radio. flagship station for sports voice america sports sports continues to grow and evolve to ever-increasing prominence in today's society on all around sports host john inglesby will connect with the leading newsmakers from the sports world including players owners and fellow sports journalists discussing the top news and events that are relevant to sports today john will also report from and offer his experience of the world's top sports events tune in to all around sports with john inglesby fridays at 1 p.m eastern time 10 a.m pacific on the voice america sports channel are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Get ready to talk sports with the big guys. Tune in to Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis every Tuesday for the inside and outside of the business of sports. Keith and his guests will provide expert commentary and answer all of your burning questions about your favorite team, the players, and what's next. It's time to have fun with the game. Listen for Lockdown Coverage with Keith Lewis and his favorite co-hosts every Tuesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. Hey, guys, we were just talking about... um, free agency and we'll continue to talk about free agency we're talking now about the offensive line in the, uh, in the free agency Eugene Monroe was traded by the Jacksonville Jaguars to the Ravens if the Ravens allow him to leave Baltimore in free agency it, 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 it'd be a rare rare bad move by Ozzy um, Newsom. You know, Ozzie Newsom has been known as being one of the, the best general managers in football. I mean, he's brought two Super Bowls to Baltimore um, and some awesome players there from the draft, from free agency. He's really done an awesome job there. So I just don't see Ozzie Newsom um, losing Eugene Monroe, the best offensive tackle in this, um, this free agency list. But at the same time, Michael Orr, you know, a lot of people remember him from the movie um, um, Blind Side. Um, he played this young man that grew up in a really bad neighborhood, never really played football, ended up learning how to play football, ended up getting a scholarship, going to pros. Well, right now, the... Um, the Ravens are saying Michael Orr is just not good enough. He's not getting the job done, and that's why they're not even looking at re-signing him in free agency. And, you know, this was a young man that was highly touted just a couple years ago. And, um, you know, maybe he not he may not be a, a – um, a, um, a, he, he may not be a, that one of the top offensive tackles in the league. He may not be that right – um, he definitely not the blind side tackle anymore he would definitely have to play the play side so i could see michael orb uh, signing with someone i know it's you know the miami dolphins are in desperate need of uh of offensive linemen and this guy comes comes across as being a a what we like to call a high character guy so if he's coming across as being a high character guy and and the dolphins are in desperate need of some some character on their offensive line um I could, I could, and and the Dolphins lost um, um, Incognito and Jonathan Martin. I could see them um, signing, if not Michael Orr, um, 
it's it's going to be somebody from this list of free agencies. Um, Charles Brown uh, from New Orleans Saints. Uh, New Orleans, yeah, New Orleans Saints. Um, uh, Austin Howard, uh, offensive tackle from the New York Jets. Uh, Bryant McKinney. Um, you know, uh, I, I hate the thought of. I don't want to put Bryant McKinney in that same category as uh, high high character guys. But Brian McKinney is from the U, and we got a lot of love for the U. So, Brian, we're throwing you in that high character, guys. Get to, get it right, Brian. You know, hey, if you're looking for work, Miami Dolphins got some positions down here that you might be able to fill one. So, Brian, um, come on down here, man, and get it right. You know, Miami Dolphins, um, you know, they might they might let you come back there. Yep. But um, anyways, when we look at some of these other positions in free agency, um, Definitely in the defensive line, you know Lamar Houston of the Oakland Raiders. You know this 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 guy is he's a three four defensive end, or he could be a four three defensive end. So I, I like I like what I see from him. Um, Jason Hatcher, uh, he's he's another defensive end. Um, and Henry Melton from um, Henry Melton from the Chicago Bears. I mean, this 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 guy, you know, he, he has a huge upside, you know. But he's coming off an ACL injury for last year that has to concern a lot of teams, and um, didn't play last year. However, if he can if he can be the productive player that he was last year, two years ago, I think he can really come on and help somebody's team. Um, DJ BJ Raji, um, the Green Bay Packers really think this guy has has eaten himself out of the league. You know, DJ Raji is one of those guys that you know he he comes in the game and he's he's at three forty, three fifty, and and you just don't see these kind of guys anymore in the league. These most of these football players now are really lean lean guys. Even the big ones, even the ones that are playing tackle and defensive end now, they are lean machines. When you got a guy like Raji had 350 pounds and you got guys like Clowney coming in the league now at 6'4", 6'5", 260, just these mean, lean guys. So it's, it's I, you know, I'm not saying that there's not a position for Raji, but um, I'm not so sure that the um, – that the that the Packers are going to be willing to um to give him the kind of money he wants. And this thing now, last year the Packers offered him a, a contract, but you know he said that it was it was a low ball offer, and uh, he refused to um he refused to take it. However, at the end of this season, he thought that he would be able, be in a position to demand a bigger contract, and it just hasn't happened. The, the, the Packers just have not given him what he wanted, what he thought he was going to get. So, um, uh, the, uh, hey, good luck, BJ. Yep. But um, Tyson Jackson, Kansas City Chiefs. You know, uh, this this guy, I tell you, he's a, he's a playmaker for the Kansas City Chiefs. He really is. He comes off the, comes off the end really fast. I mean, this guy has quick hands, quick feet. He does a lot of good things, a lot of good things. So I see him not being as one of those players that's going to last long in free agency. Um, my um, Michael Bennett, uh, defensive end with the um, – Seattle Seahawks, 
Uh, he was a big factor in them um, getting to the Super Bowl and winning the Super Bowl. He has re-signed with the Super Bowl champions, the Seattle Seahawks. Doesn't surprise me. Um, um, Everson Griffin, uh, Minnesota Vikings, re-signed a five-year deal. And, and Griffin is only 26 years old. Uh, you know, he's had fantastic production. When you're young like that and you got production, hey, you're going to get those, you're gonna get another look at that team. That team is going to give you another look. But Jared Allen, you know, Jared Allen's on, he, he, he has age against him. And, and when you have age against you, I don't care how well you're playing, you just stays, everybody knows that Father Time could knock on your door at any time, and your game just starts to decline, you know. Um, and I think Jared Allen, I think the Vikings are looking at him like that. But I think Jared Allen could still be productive somewhere in this league. You know, and, and Jared, maybe it's time for you to come to a warmer client, man. Come on down into Florida. We got three squads here in Florida. We got Tampa, we got Miami, got Jacksonville Jaguars. And the Jaguars are known to, to, to sign a player when he's on his when he's on his down slide, man. So hey, you know, come on, come on over to Jacksonville, get your contract. And Justin Tuck, New York Giants, um, is no, here's another guy that's been in the league for a while and has been a a very productive player for a long time in this league. And you just don't see players getting paid for what they did what they did five years ago or how you got us to the Super Bowl two years ago. No, you didn't. it's just no loyalty in teams anymore. I mean, it's just like, it's what have you done lately? What do we think you can do next year? Do we think you're going to be at the same level of production this upcoming season that you were last year? And if you are, we're all with that. If you're not, hey, it's time to move on. And I, it's hard to believe that, that here, are, here the Giants are just ready to move on and, and leave and, and say, hey, Justin Tuck, thank you and goodbye. That's terrible, but that's, that's just how it is, man. You know, Sean Phillips played with the Denver Broncos last year, and um, Sean Phillips is 32 years old at defensive end. At 32 years old at defensive end, he might as well be 52 years old at defensive end. I mean, that's just a really, really, really tough position. And after about six years in this league, if you're not, um, if, 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 you might, if you're not a Michael Strahan, who was an incredible player who played at a high level for a long time, then it's going to be tough for you to, to hang around in this league. It, it really is. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Yeah, so let's move on to some of these other free agents in this league. The linebackers, Donald Butler, San Diego Chargers, re-signed a seven-year deal with the, with the um with the San Diego Chargers. He's only twenty-five years old, you know. And, I, and I, hey, when you a seven-year, they expecting him to play for at least at least until he's around thirty-two years old. Now, they locked him in on a seven-year deal. Most guys only want a three- or four-year deal so they can re-sign another contract. Uh, I'm, not so, I'm not so sure. I'm, I'm, 
I'm keen on this seven-year seven year deal. I think he's locking himself into a, a position or a situation that in about four years, if he's having an off, awesome career, he's going to want to renegotiate. He's going to want to hold out if he doesn't get what, he's, what he wants. And all he had to do was just sign a three-year deal from, from the onset. But with a three-year deal, I'm sure he wouldn't have gotten the um, – the kind of signing bonus that he got with the four with with um he um with a he wouldn't have got the kind of signing bonus with a seven year deal that he would have gotten with a three year deal. So hey, I, I'm not mad at him, and and trust me, in this in this day and age, man, you got to get what you can get. Brandon Spikes, Brandon Spikes can even play in the last game for the New England Patriots because of his bad behavior and he's done some really serious, silly things um, um, in in college in the pros and I hope these silly things don't hamper his ability to make money in this league and he he's a big guy, rangy guy um I think he has a lot of potential. I really, I really see him see a big upside on this guy. But if he doesn't stop doing these silly things, it's 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 going to be all for naught. Brandon, get yourself together, man. Get some help if you need to, man. Some people see grief counselors. Some people see marriage counselors. Um, hey, man, if you need counseling or you need someone to listen to you, hey. Go and get it, man, because you're, you're a talented athlete. I saw you play here in Florida at the University of Florida. I've watched your career at, in New England. Belichick saw something really good in you. He, he drafted you in the first round. Hey, man, get it together. You're, you're, bright, you're bright and talented. You're a talented guy. I don't know how about bright, but you're a very talented athlete. I wish you well. Um, Lamar Woodley. This is one of Sam homeboys here, Lamar Woodley. Um, um, Lamar Woolley is still under 30 years old. I mean, you know, Woolley is is a is an awesome linebacker for Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, when we say 30 years old, under 30 years old, by the time he completes his next contract, he will be over 32 if he signs a three-year deal. Um, so I look at this as, um, you know, uh, Woolley has played some serious football for the for for the um, Pittsburgh Steelers for a long time. And, and when you think about these guys that have played at such a high level for such a long time, it's almost like a running back playing in the league for eight years. I mean, after eight years, you, you, you are beat. I mean, your, your bones, your muscles, they hurt, they ache. Your knees, your feet, they hurt, they ache. And, you know, it, it just makes you wonder, uh, is Woodley going to be playing this ne- this next contract to 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 really just go out and just play at a level he's never played before, or he's going to be playing at a level where I got to try to get the most I can out of my out of this I got to get the most I can out of this team or this contract. So, hey, either way, um, Woodley, I'm pulling for you. Great guy. Keep up the good work, guy. John Beeson, New York Giants linebacker. John Beeson is also a, a, a former Carolina Panthers linebacker. Beeson suffered a serious injury in Carolina and, um, and really didn't play 
play at a level he played at in Carolina while he was with um, the New York Giants in 2012 and 2013. Um, you know, and he suffered, and he had some nagging injuries while he was with um, with the uh, Giants in 2012 and 13. So this kind of subpar play that resulted in him. This, um, this kind of subpar play is not going to get him the kind of the, one of the one of the bigger name um, teams to come looking for him, or he's not going to get one of these big contracts that some of the other free agents are getting. But John, you're still young, man. You still have a chance. Um, I really look at him. I really look at him as possibly coming on this year. Have a good season, John, this year, and come on back and um. And, and do some things in this league, man. You're from the U. We're always pulling for the U, baby. Always. Yeah. Well, the cornerbacks. Um, Brent Grimes, Miami Dolphins, re-signing for, to a four-year contract. Grimes is only 30 years old. Atib Khalib, New England Patriots, have not given him a contract yet. And trust me, when we, we got to know that Atib Khalib, he is... The cream de la cream of these defensive backs coming out. Coming out. If Sam Shields just signed a thirty-nine million dollar contract and twelve point five up front, Talib has to be asking for something around that. You know, I would I would imagine that Talib is looking for forty-two million and thirteen million up front. You know, Avante uh, Davis for the, um, the Indianapolis Colts. Another one. Um, Dominique Rogers Cromartie at the Denver Broncos, 27 years old. This is another outstanding cornerback um, that you got to look at and say if Sam, Sam Shields at 26 years old demanding got the 12.5, Cromartie is going to at least going to be wanting something in that kind of that, that kind of money. Um, so I I definitely see that being a possibility and possibly happening. Anytime now, you know um, when um, Antonio Cromartie was cut today by the New York Jets. Now Cromartie was cut. They say to say the Jets nine million dollars, but it also takes off a fourteen million dollars um, salary that Cromartie was expected to make this year. Now, if a man was expected to make fourteen million dollars this year. I really think, you know, some of that money was already spent. You know, like you live in a house that costs fourteen million dollars a year. You that you live in a house that that someone that earns fourteen million dollars a year lives in. You know, so I guess I, I'm, I'm, I hope you save your money, uh, Antonio. But there's no doubt that he will be with another team real soon. Now, will that team? Will that team be willing to shell out or pick up his salary or ask him to renegotiate or ask him to to put some money on the back end? You know, and, and you gotta wonder some of these guys just not willing to willing to uh willing to do that. Yeah. So Kramati, good luck. We're pulling for you, brother. Guys, you listen to Sports Info UM on Voice America Radio. We'll be right back with more sports information.
flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. It's time to let the ladies do some sports talking around here. The sports girls take over the Voice America Sports Channel every Monday for The Inside Score. Beth Silverberg, Chin Chin Ong, and Julie Bueller are here to showcase the athletes, the coaches, and the foundations that change lives. In addition, we'll have a ton of regular features and a featured guest sports girl every week. You'll hear the stories you need to hear from the people that make the difference. The Inside Score is heard every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern or Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Are you a real sports fan? Get ready to talk football and anything else sports with Kwame Lasseter. Formerly with the Arizona Cardinals, San Diego Chargers, and St. Louis Rams, Kwame's got the experience. So he's prepared to talk sports with you every week on Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk. It's on the Voice America Sports Network every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. Get ready for an unpredictable, fun, and sometimes sarcastic look at the world of sports. That's Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. If you're looking for a show that takes you through the process of becoming a successful college athlete, you'll want to tune into Get It Done Sports Radio with host Karif Bird. You'll find out about the how-tos of getting to the next level and the do's and don'ts when preparing for college athletics. It's a complete inside look at what's turning out the next generation of players. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Sports. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl and Sam. Call us today at 888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or send us an email at sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, we were just talking about Cromartie and, um, you know, I was just thinking, man, this guy Cromartie, he can't be out of work too long. This man got like 14 kids. Come on, Cromartie, you got to get back to work. But then, all jokes aside, um, Cromartie is probably one of the best defensive backs um, in, in the league, and he's probably the best defensive back on that list of defensive backs. Um, so when, you, when we look at it, um, this kid is, 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 is an awesome player for sure. Um, long arms, serious player. Uh, you know, he's, he, no doubt he's made some bad decisions with women and having babies out of wedlock, but um, he, he's definitely a serious serious player on the field and uh, he's had some some awesome um, seasons in New York and um, while he was at San Diego as well you know uh, Malcolm Jenkins uh, defensive back with the um, with the New Orleans Saints I think he'll he he probably will resign with the Saints Um, the Saints are really you know the Saints are making a lot of room for Jimmy Graham you know I understand that Jimmy Graham is the um, you know, he's the best tight end in football. He's the best tight end on the planet. However, I, I, I have concerns when we see teams 
cut so many players to make make room, make salary room for one player. And uh, Malcolm Jenkins is 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 one of those players that's probably going to lose his job because um because they have to make room for Jimmy Graham. I guess you got to pay the cost to be the best player in the league. Yeah. Well, I still wonder. Um, you know, we hear we hear we hear talks about um all of these players signing with free agency. But what about some of these players that are going to be traded for reasons, different reasons? You know, we hear stories about Julius Peppers. He's going to get traded. Hey, uh, Julius Peppers came from Carolina to Chicago as the the top dog um, free agent. And he's been in Car- he's been in Chicago now for four years, and he really and he wants to be he wants to be traded. Well. I don't know, Julius. I think you should probably stick with what you got, man. It's an old saying, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. And your career is almost at its end. He's already signed about four contracts already, you know. But, hey, guys, let's get a little bit into this NBA. One of my favorite sports. I love the NBA. You know, when we think about the conferences, um, the Eastern Conferences, the Atlantic Eastern Conference, Toronto is in first place, having a three-game winning streak, a record of 35 and 26. Hey, Toronto, Brooklyn is in second place in this division with a record of 31 and 30. Man, some of these teams in the East are really struggling. The New York Knicks, 24 and 40. The Boston Celtics, 22 and 41. The Philadelphia 76ers, 15 and 47, and a 16-game losing streak. Man, that is horrible. Um, well, in the Central in the Eastern Conference, um, Indiana Pacers um, lead the Central with a record of 46 and 17, but Indiana Pacers has picked a real bad time to to start to slide. The Indiana Pacers have lost four in a row. And man, this is not a good time to be in a position like that where the Chicago Chicago um Bulls are in second place in this division with a record of 35 and 28. However, They've been really tearing it up lately. Joe Kim Noah has been doing his thing, and I think they they are a team to watch for in this in the Central Division and in the Eastern Conference overall. The Chicago Bears, um, without um, uh, without Rose, um, and without Luau Dang, who they traded away, um, I think Chicago's holding their own. Um, this this coach Thibodeau is a is a real deal. They're a great defending team. They find ways to score. They beat the bull, They beat the uh, Miami Heat yesterday. They're always in the game. Well, hey, the Detroit Pistons are in third place with a losing record by by all means in the Central Division, a record of twenty four and thirty nine. Man, how could you be in third place in a division with a losing record? And the Cleveland Cleveland Cavaliers are in third or are, are behind them with a record of twenty four and forty. And the Milwaukee Bucks, wow, twelve and fifty. Come on, guys. Uh, well, in the Southeast Division of the Eastern Conference, the Miami Heat leads that division with a record of forty three and seventeen. Well, they have a record of 43 and 17, but the Heat are almost in that same situation that the Indiana Pacers are in. They have, they've lost three in a row. The Pacers have lost four in a row. The Heat have lost three in a row. 
And it makes you wonder about this this Dwayne Wade situation. You know, Wade, he uh he plays when he wants. He's playing sometimes. Sometimes he's not playing. It really makes you wonder what's going on with um with that. And and can the Miami Heat three P? I'm not so sure. But this is a team that really intrigues me. Um, the Washington Red Wizards. You know um. This guy, um, Nene, I, I've always liked him you know, when he played out west with, uh, with, the, with, with Denver, and now he's with Washington. And then we have John Wall. John Wall, the fastest player in the NBA. I tell you, John Wall, is, he's, he, was a, he was an all-star this year, and I think we're just beginning to see the tip of the iceberg with this, this young man. What a player. Well, the Charlotte Bobcats, um, hey, and excuse me, um, the uh, the Charlotte Bobcats are twenty nine and thirty four. Here's another one of these teams with a losing record, third place in their division, and uh, and and they having a one game losing streak. The Atlanta Hawks twenty six and thirty five. The Orlando Magic, my home state team, nineteen and forty five. And let's go to the Western Conference where they really play some basketball. I mean, this is where we this is where we see basketball played at out west. Uh, you think of you think of uh, basketball, the the mecca of basketball is being on the eastern coast, New York City. But nowadays, we see more. We see the Western Division and the NBA as being a more more talented division and much more competitive. Where well, we see teams like Oklahoma City, uh, forty six and seventeen. They do have a two-game losing streak. The Portland Trailblazers, 42-21, and 21, and they're on a two-game losing streak. The Minnesota um, Timberwolves with Kevin Love, 31-31. and 31. The Denver Nuggets, 27-35. and 35. And the Utah Jazz, 22-41. and 41. You know, we, the, the Western um, Division is a lot more competitive. Well, the Pacific Division of the Western Division with the L.A. Clippers, 44-20, and, and Doc Rivers doing his thing. And on a seven-game winning streak, the Golden State Warriors, 40-24, and 24, on a four-game winning streak. The, uh, the Phoenix Suns, 36-26, and 26, on a, win- a one-game losing streak. Sacramento, 22-41, and 41, and the L.A. Lakers, who beat the Oklahoma, Oklahoma City yesterday, um, with a record of 22-42. and 42. It really makes you wonder where have the Lakers gone. And would the Lakers have been much better this year with Kobe Bryant? It's hard to say. And, uh, and I'm not so sure if they would have been any better with this year with, uh, with Kobe Bryant. And in the Southern, the, um, the Southwest Division of the Western Conference, this is this team. A lot of people are saying that because they came so close last year, because um, Coach Popovich took out Tim Duncan, the most valuable player on his team, in Game Six, so that the uh, Miami Heat could get back in the game. Hey, I think that the San Antonio Spurs are they're they're in that position. Like, hey, what if if we had only. If we had kept Tim Duncan in the game, um, 
Ray Allen wouldn't have hit that three-pointer to, to take the lead and, and, and beat us in game six. We would have came home and won. We would have came home with the trophy instead of coming home and trying to win the trophy. Hey, guys, um, San Antonio Spurs, I, I, I'm really pulling for them this year. I know Tim Duncan, this may not be his last year, but he is winding down on becoming coming close to his career being over. And we would, none of us, all of us, would love to see Tim Duncan um, have one, one more, one more championship before he leaves um, San Antonio. And um, the Houston, Houston Rockets, man, Dwight Howard is playing the best basketball I've seen him play since he took the um, Orlando Magic to the World Championship, which they did not win. Um, when he took the Orlando Magic to the NBA Finals, I mean, he was playing some dominant basketball. But now with the Houston Rockets, he's playing some very good basketball, but he's also shooting free throws and making them. And I think that's, that's the difference in Dwight Howard's game this year. Well, the Dallas, Dallas Mavericks, you know, um, Dirk Nowitzki is coming off of last year. He had some in, injury issues that he was dealing with from the year before. Well, I think he dealt with those injury issues last year, and I really think that Dirk Nowitzki is, is putting his team on his back, and he's saving a little something for the playoffs. And I can see Dirk making a run in the NBA playoffs. And right now in the NBA playoffs in the Western Division, um, Dallas would be a seven seed. Memphis, with a record of 36-26, and 26, would be an eighth seed. Um, the the sixth seed would be Golden State, the fifth seed would be Portland, the fourth seed would be L.A., the third seed would be Houston, the second seed would be Oklahoma City, and the number one seed would be the San Antonio Spurs. And I really think that the San Antonio Spurs could could um could shake up some things this year. I'm pulling for them to take it this year. You know, um, Oklahoma City, they've, they've never won one. Kevin Durant, he's come close, but he hasn't gotten a chance. But, hey, Tim Duncan has been an ambassador to basketball, for basketball, since he's been in the league. Um, I really think he's, he's capable. But if he does win a championship this year, I can, I can hear him saying, this is it. I will not return. In the Western Conference, the, uh, the Indiana Pacers have clinched a playoff spot, and they are right now the number one seed. The number two seed will be the Miami Heat. The number three is Toronto. The number four is Chicago. And this is where it gets a little hairy, um, guys. Chicago, Washington is the number five seed with a record of 33 and 29. The number six seed is Brooklyn with a record of 31 and 30. And the number seven seed is Charlotte with a record of 29 and 34. And it's almost disgraceful for our league, the NBA, to have teams make the playoffs that have losing records. And right now, uh, if we started a playoffs tomorrow, the Charlotte Bobcats and the Atlanta Hawks both have losing records, and they will be in the playoffs. Well, that being said, the MVP race looked like it's going to be LeBron James and 
Kevin Durant. But I think we have to look at some of these outside players and, and, and maybe think about them. This guy, Kevin Love, who's averaged a double-double since um, – he's averaged a double-double this season. I think, you know, man, that's, that's not an easy task to, to accomplish. Um, there, you know, and, and there are other players in, this league, in the league this year, I think, that have to be um, considered – for a, a little bit of the MVP race, Joakim Noah, you know, um, we, Joakim Noah is the star of this team. And just think, not long ago, he was the third option for this team. And right now, he is the star of this team and doing, a, and, and doing an admirable job. I mean, man. So I'd have to throw him in the, in the, in the, um, in the race as a, as a dark horse candidate for the MVP, but hey, guys, it's been a whole lot of fun, and thank you for giving me a little bit of your time, and you've been listening to Sports Info UM on Voice America Radio. I'm Daryl Oliver, and I'll see you back here next Monday at 8 p.m. on Voice America. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword will be back again next Monday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.